0: Hey, Kyle, it's Spiral Stairs here.
1: You've got a fantastic record called Doris and the Daggers, which I can't help but thinking about those campy 1950s, 60s rock and roll movies where that would have been the name of the movie and the name of the band.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the idea a little bit, you know, to kind of create this uh, kind of narrative that where people kind of just take what they, what they want from it, really. But the name actually the name actually came from uh, a woman in uh, in Sydney, Australia, who owns a um, who owns a bar there called the Hollywood Hotel, and um, she kind of we were there one night and came up with this uh, kind of funny thing about her being in this band, and, and her name was Doris, and so we thought of this great great band title called Doris, like she would be called Doris and. She'd back, you know, she was backed by the Daggers. And right. <laughs> so it kind of, I've, I've had it for a while, and I just, you know, kind of going through my nose, so I was like, oh, there's that cool name again.
1: <laughs> and there it is. Yeah. Yeah, it there it was. <laughs> lands on the album. So, I, I, I mean, is, is the record supposed to be listened to in sort of a way that, uh, I don't know, more like, a, I wouldn't call it a rock opera, but, uh, you know, with, with, <laughs> with, a, with a character in mind like that throughout all the songs?
0: Well, maybe. I mean, originally, originally, when I intended on recording this thing, it was we were going to do it like in a week, with like you know, kind of like the old old days where we just sort of recorded and sang and mixed all in a week. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, you know, in kind of garage rock, rock style, you know, like so it was like I had in my head like, okay, we're gonna be this band, Dors and the Daggers, and like, yeah, in my head I was like the songs all kind of fit together and. And and then and then since that didn't happen because our, our our drummer ended up uh, dying unexpectedly, mm-hmm. he um, it was kind of a nickname I had for him too. I, his name was Darius, but I would always call him Doris. And um, so it kind of like kind of all came around full circle, you know. Like so, yeah. I mean, the you know, songs all kind of deal with with everything. So right. maybe it's definitely two sides, kind of two. If you listen to it like a vinyl record, you know it's I kind of made it to where the first five songs could kind of flow together pretty well, and then the second side is like it's another. You know, mm-hmm. you know how when you listen to records, you're kind of like you can only get through one side of the record, you know, and then you have to turn it over. So it's like you get a little break. Yeah. So it's kind of what kind of what I intended on on this as well.
1: That's a- <laughs> No, I mean, I love that you put that kind of thought into it. It's more than most people put in there these days. And I can listen to a CD all the way through, and there's no fatigue. But once the vinyl flips, it's time for a break.
0: Yeah, yeah, it gives you a break, you know. Yeah. It's like, you know, the old the old Beatles records or Beach Boys records or whatever was, were, were perfect, you know, because they were like 35 minutes long, you know, and you had like, you know. In the old days, it's probably, I mean, today it probably means more because you've got so much more to kind of take your mind away from listening to a record. Mm-hmm. Um, in, the old, in the old days, it was like, you know, the records are 35 minutes long, so what, what would that be about, 17 minutes aside? So that's kind of perfect, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you in today's down. world, it would be even more perfect with right. all that's going on.
1: <laughs> well, I wouldn't mind hearing about a, a few of the songs on here because it starts out with, you know, uh, with dance, cry wolf and it's interesting as i'm listening to it and i think I, after i'd sort of you know considered the song i read a, a little bit about it and we were sort of on the same page because the way you yeah. just drill dance over and over it's almost like a german constitution <laughs> where it's like a strict <laughs> you know it's like it's like it's less fun than i think dancing should be and it's maybe it's sort of like an iggy pop in germany sort of a thing more of a command than a recommendation <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely Bowie and iggy and, mm-hmm. in Berlin you know in in seventy six or whatever when they were there and and uh you know mixed with a little a little uh roxy music mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you know around the same time i mean it's kind of what I was going for and,
1: and and you moved around a lot between you know the last few records i know that's sort of part of the story in here and I was kind of looking at the timeline. When you were in Australia, it seemed like that was the moment when we were, like, when everybody out of Australia was becoming big on the international scene, you know, from Tame Paula over in, you know, in Perth, and, uh, I mean, just a handful of names. Um, Was that happening around you while you were there? I mean, were were you noticing the scene?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Australia's always had a very vibrant music scene. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, at that time, you know, it was, you know before they kind of hit it hit it big over over in the states, you know there's um tons of bands who were who were who were playing I mean, you know you only you only have to be eighteen to drink there, so like you know the bars are very vibrant at a young age and you know and every every pub has a band playing in it, and it it's been like that for forever, you know, like you know the the midnight oils and the mm-hmm. in excesses that's kind of where they all started you know it's what yeah one of the things I love about Australia. When I'd go visit, you know, prior to like, you know, marrying an Australian and going and living there, I would go and visit every year, basically every year. And, you know, I'd get to see, like, you know, in Melbourne or something, i get to see my favorite band, you know, bands that I just loved that no one really knew about, like, you know, Beast of Bourbon or, or uh, the New Christ or, you know, like cool old bands like that. And, they would be playing a show at a pub, you know, mm-hmm. and um, there'd be like 500 people there. It'd be so cool.
1: Yeah,
0: but yeah, all the new bands are amazing too. You know, yeah. like I really like this band Blank Realm out of Brisbane, and they're really cool. Kind of sound like The Fall meets The Clean, and you know, the Twerps are cool, and yeah, and Taylor and Paul, of course. You know, like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're doing
1: Courtney Barnett, and yeah,
0: oh yeah, yeah uh... great songwriters.
1: It's the whole thing. I mean it's it, no pun intended. It it seems like in in rock and roll Australia gets to constantly be the great underground. Um, you know yeah. because you've yeah. I mean like the scientists and everything else that came out of the early scene and you know just went unheard but when you found them you know it was yes. there was a whole world in there. So
0: yes, yes. And and you know in New Zealand too, you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. in New Zealand New Zealand rock was it was a big influence of my early years and Which and is amazing so, because yeah. how did you
1: even find that, you know? there's no internet there and, and it's such a No,
0: no, no. It was it was college radio and yeah. basically college radio and, and, and fanzines around the time. Right. You know.
1: It's a romantic era.
0: That's, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was the only way you could find things.
1: <laughs> I mean, we're only a few years apart, so it's you know, I was I was there. So you were
0: there, you knew. you know yeah, what it was like, yeah. Yeah,
1: um, but by the way, and speaking of other bands, a um, bit of a kismet thing was happening the other day, and, I, you know, I'm on your page, and you were, I think you posted a video by the Go-Betweens, and it had always been one of those bands that I'd just never taken the time t- yeah. t- to learn, to listen to, and, and I was reading, uh, I don't know, Mojo or Uncut or something, and they'd just done a big feature on them, and I think it's finally time. I gotta, I gotta dive into the Go-Betweens now, so.
0: Yeah, awesome. it's, Thanks to you. you know, it's, on I'm, I'm the same way, you know it took me i i wasn't into them when they first came out, or whatever you know i mean it took i mean obviously they were kind of more eighties, but I was a late late fan of them and and but once you get in you get you know you get kind of sucked in hard and mm-hmm. there's um, a lot of really great stuff yeah well, I love them
1: I'm looking forward to it, but in the meantime, I got your record on repeat compliments where awesome. they due so uh, thanks again you know, for, uh, for talking today and being flexible. And uh, I really am. I'm, I'm loving this record. Congrats on it. And it's good to have you back. I know it's been a few oh, thanks, years, man. but it's good to have you back.
0: Thank you so much. I'm glad, I'm glad to be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Thanks a lot.
1: All right. Take care.
0: Okay, bye. Bye.